Hello, my name's Evie and I'm here to have an honest discussion about all things sex, mental health and self-love with some amazing people I've met through Instagram. Most Fridays, unless I'm going out for a drink, join me for a good old chat on everything surrounding sex and your body with some of the best in the sex positive community. Welcome to Clitry the Best, a conversation with Catherine, aka Bloody Honest, discussing period stigma and education. Hello. Hello. How are you? Yeah, all right. Oh, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. Plodding along. Good. How are you finding Corona? I'm finding Corona. Oh, it's my, it's yeah, my question. I just love it. <laughs> question number one. How are you finding Corona? Um, yeah. fine. My sister's got it actually. Her and her girlfriend have got it, and they're um, poorly, but uh, yeah, it's right. I'm Not fine. Too, is she okay? Although, yeah, she's fine. She's like, mm. she's you know, a bit groggy. Um, mm. and then her and her girlfriend and then their friend are really poorly. Oh, um, not like hospital poorly, but like not getting out of bed poorly kind mm. type deal. Um, but they're all, yeah, they're all kind of looking after each other yeah. so so basically like what the one that so they were bubbling with someone that lives on their own and mm. she got it and then they all got it yeah and so they've all got to isolate together while they're falling bless them nightmare really boring way to start the podcast <laughs> <laughs> it's real life though and it's never bloody ending <laughs> oh my god yeah i wonder where i should always ask in the beginning podcast i'll tell you that <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a bit of a negative one to start with but anyway um, right. how, are what, how, yeah. how, how are you what? I'm good I'm just fed up yeah life. I how, okay <laughs> there's a massive lag oh on this God. I've just okay. realized <laughs> okay what is that why when I was like how are you and you went yeah <laughs> yeah I, I'm hearing you late oh my god this is a nightmare Fucking hell. It's, it's fine when I'd speak brilliant. from bloody Australia, isn't it? But then when someone... Is this a swear podcast? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Swear away. Okay, it seems to be a bit better now. Um. Anyway, okay, another cheerful thing, like corona, periods. So... I think know, they're no, no, I've started off too early. But you can oh my God. Correct me on that in a minute. God, this is a nightmare. I'm so out of sync. <laughs> Right, tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, please. Me? Yeah. Um, hello, my name is <laughs> Catherine. Uh, I run Bloody Honest, uh, which is a, primarily at the moment, it's an Instagram page. Um, mm-hmm. I also run some workshops and facilitate workshops and things like that, um, all around period and menstrual health education and mm-hmm. um, advocacy, sometimes occasionally a bit of activism thrown in depending on what what's happening in the world mm-hmm. um but yeah just kind of giving giving people the information that they should have and that they deserve and that um that is important and to mm. break down them stigmas because the stigmas suck yep uh, and so yeah, that's, what I, that's what I do they don't really make they, <laughs> in a word they are stupid mm. <laughs> um yeah there's just so much misinformation about periods and menstrual cycle and um gynecological health and stuff like that so mm-hmm. that's what I kind of aim to stomp mm. out and smashing stigmas the, the facts yes hitting them with the hard facts 
Yes, and you also um, do a lovely podcast with our friend Millie. I do, mm. I do. My gorgeous friend Millie from uh, RSC with Millie on Instagram. She's a sex and relationships education consultant and educator, mm. um, and we have a podcast called That Bloody Sex Podcast. Um, Great name. The name might suggest is mm-hmm. about periods and um, sex um, and relationships and all the kind of things that you aren't supposed to talk about or should have talked about in school and didn't um mm-hmm. but anything related to kind of those two subjects really so yeah yeah that's what I do I love it absolutely love it yeah and I've learned so much just looking like looking at yours because although like I feel like I've focused on my period a bit more just because of I've got endometriosis which you see I feel mm. like everybody has at the moment it's so bad yep. um but yeah I'm still I'm learning every day every day's a school day right every day school day mm. what made you start your podcast no not your podcast your instagram <laughs> um that's a really good question <laughs> uh well funny you say that you have endometriosis because mine was actually being investigated for endometriosis which is what led me to oh, okay. do it mm. um so i've always struggled with my menstrual health and my periods um and I was back and forth to the doctors a lot when mm-hmm. I was a teenager. I had a very classic experience when I was first started my periods when I was probably about 13, mm. um, 13 or 14, where I had really, really bad periods and went to the doctor. Oh, yeah, you just have bad periods and then gave mm. Yeah, it's just me, meant to be like that. Put me on the pill and kind of set me up. Yeah, and sent me on my way. So at which point I was like, okay, cool. Didn't, like knew nothing about whether mm. that was just, you know, like a lot of people do. Or like the majority of people do I think just thought that that was normal and that some people mm. just have bad periods mm. and, and yeah. get pain and you know nearly pass out in the shower and vomit and have the shit like <laughs> because <laughs> no, peri- just, I thought that was normal I was like yeah I was like just just girly things <laughs> um uh and then kind of the older I got and the more I went realized it was an issue and went to the doctor um mm. and the more I realized that it was really hard to get um doctors to sometimes take you seriously or to mm. you know um explore different gynecological issues of the potential cause um the more I kind of realized that a lot of what I was going through uh in that kind of investigative period if you like mm. period huh, um <laughs> would have been helped by or would have been either completely um eradicated or significantly shortened by having much better period education in school um knowing that that wasn't a normal period knowing what to look out for what you know what is perfectly normal and what maybe you should see a doctor for um Mm. knowing when to you know how to go to the doctor for gynecology um Mm. issues because it is a different experience than going if you've got a runny nose but you know they're often there will need to look inside your vagina yeah um, which is like <laughs> a, a, not something you expect no. um or uh or are prepared for so yeah just kind of about um I realized that I wasn't prepared sufficiently to mm. kind of understand and manage my periods when um as a teenager and that's something I I would like young menstruators to feel they are um mm. to feel that they are prepared and um understand effectively so that they can have the ha- their healthy periods as possible mm. as healthy yeah. a period as possible I honestly don't remember learning about my periods at school at all like I think it was just something oh. that I thought I thought I was unwell 
And I was yeah. like, oh, oh. And she hadn't talked to me about it before. So I was oh, what, like, when you had your period for the first time? Yeah. So I was like, and mm. I, we didn't learn about it at school. So I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> yeah. I think I remember like hearing about periods and like hearing mm. that they were a thing. I don't know how, or I think I don't remember talking about it much at home, but mum says that she, you know, there were like brief discussions mm. with us if, if me or my sister like found a pad in the bathroom or yeah. something like that, like when we were little like six mm. um and they were like you know little discussions like that it's very progressive for, for the time mm. um and then uh I think I had some kind of knowledge of something mm. um and then we had a lesson when I was at primary school must have been year six so like um 10 or 11 and uh they split they split us up the boys and the girls which infuriates me yeah, because um, boys, boys periods don't affect guys, so yeah, they they, have you to know, come near it. It's not like that's one of the reasons there's a massive stigma because boys are bellends and don't have any kind of empathy or or like sympathy yeah. for periods. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm sure we'll get onto that later. <laughs> um, but the boys went off uh, to learn about their dips and wet mm. dreams and stuff like that, and how to clean their foreskin. Um, all the life-changing stuff um (laughs) and we were in sat on the floor in the music room and watched a video that was a cartoon about like the biology of periods and was shown Mm. a tampon and a pad and I think that was it like I don't remember anything significant about Mm. my like period education in quotes um Mm. and then I mean we did you know we did like a bit more in into the menstrual cycle when we were studying the reproductive system in mm. biology at secondary school um but that's it's always very that. clinical though isn't it it's not like yeah, um, that, that's not you, might feel this. <laughs> you might feel pain yeah. it's just like blood falls out of here and yeah <laughs> <laughs> just gushes yeah. but yeah absolutely nothing practical that was gonna mm. actually help me and what I also find baffling and again I think we'll probably touch on this later is that they don't do it again like you don't get yeah like a revision where, yeah like in schools where you have it like I know it's mandatory now but they still don't technically have to do it frequently mm-hmm. you so like we had it and I think it's relatively standard practice for you to have like one lesson on it mm. and then that's it like this should be stuff you know if they're doing it sufficiently it should be stuff that that kids are seeing annually at least because mm-hmm. you forget like if you have one hour session in your life and then you get to mm-hmm. you know 14 15 16 and you're you know that's when you're actually experiencing the shit that comes with having periods a little life. light bulb thing has just gone off in my head because I've just realized the course I've just done um I'm not going to name it because I feel like I'm dragging it through the mud if I do that but the sex education course I'm doing didn't cover menstrual education at all. Mm. Mm. Yeah, that's so funny because I know the I know the exact course you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I realised I could have just said that and you would have just cut it out, <laughs> and instead I like mouthed it to you. <laughs> we should do dramatic, and I'll say, it and then we'll do a big <laughs> beep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and also you like looked at me like what and then you're like oh yeah 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 yeah." um that's so funny because when I first started uh like getting interested in this and being like oh I would like to do this as 
you know, thing where I actually educate and help people. I emailed them because that's the only because you don't have there's no courses on how to mm-hmm. deliver adequate menstrual education at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's very few on maybe you could do it. Anyway, that would be rather mm-hmm. good, wouldn't it? <laughs> and then you could couple that's up with Millie space. being a consultant, and then you can just like wham bam go around the school. We're just gonna absolutely storm the schools. Yeah. Be like, listen to us, or you know. <laughs> um, well, I, I mean, that is on the cards. Is is me going to schools, which I'm very excited about. But nice. anyway, future plans. Um, <laughs> anyway, what I was saying was, I emailed them because I was like, oh, um, I'm interested in doing this, um, mm-hmm. but I don't have any like qualifications in yeah. like, those kinds of areas. Uh, is this course something that might help me? Like, I know it's you know sex education specifically but is there anything in it that would be useful mm. for me like in the way of teaching or whatever and they were like yeah yeah 100 percent." and since then I've known people that have done the course multiple mm-hmm. people that have done the course we both know people that have done the course yeah and they've all been like no <laughs> <laughs> oh dear it's a shame because there is some it real is good content in that but but it's oh, that's sure. a massive thing to miss out massive yeah I don't understand like why I get why because you know sex education specifically you don't think about mm. that about um periods being but it's needed. not just about sex like the course we're doing is massively about self-confidence and stuff like that so if they can cover self-confidence yeah that's done and then like um yeah child like um pornography and like sexting and stuff why you know, can't I think they-, they actually said to me in the email that some that they did cover periods in it at some point so well they, what like... they do is they showed as in you show a biology video where like um the egg travels down da, 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 and then if there's right not, there's yeah, a period, yeah, yeah but it stopped at that and then it was just about fertilization becoming pregnant that's what that's no different <laughs> to the shit that that's what's worrying cool. is what i'm saying is like which i'm sure you agree is that people that are doing this course are going out their way to learn more so it's teachers that really care yeah but a lot of them don't have time to do that and do the course and most people teachers that are teaching yeah sadly they're usually like PE teachers or something then mm-hmm. they've not done the course so then there's even a less chance and if people are yeah because way, what we should say as well which is something that I didn't realize until mm-hmm. last year is that in order to teach sex education in schools the teachers so you know when you have an actual teacher of that school yeah. that's teaching living sex education they don't have to have any training, mm-hmm. like what, whatsoever. Like I know that you know this, but for like the listeners' yeah. benefit, sorry, I forgot we're on a podcast. Think, then. Just think about the fact that teachers who are mm. teaching kids, when where schools, you know, maybe can't afford or don't aren't able to get an external body to come in and teach sex ed, mm-hmm. their teachers don't have to have any training to deliver sex education so worrying. at all. They get handed a curriculum or like handed a lesson plan and go, there you go. (laughs) And the worst part was, is I'm making a massive generalisation here, but it's usually the PE teachers because they're like, they've got some spare time. And every yeah. male PE teacher I've known is a bloody nonce nearly, or has come out as one later down the line. Oh I don't God. want it. I don't want him teaching my like had a child. I think the is, like the, the thing that I find is that, and another reason why I wanted to do this and why I do want to work with schools and mm-hmm. um, will be will be working with schools. You will be. Manifesting. I am. Mm-hmm. I actually will. I'm. I've got one lined up. There you go. Not deal. even manifesting. Not even manifesting. It's, 
shit anyway <laughs> not valid um cheers angels but there's um is that teachers that do it don't want to do it so if you if not only they are they aren't qualified to do a good job they don't want to be there they don't want to be teaching talking about these awkward things in front of kids that they then have to teach for the rest of the year mm-hmm. like it's and not the kids aren't like forgivable them. are they they will, they will no, laugh and... it's literally like you so you're like an artist right it's like it's like someone saying to me mm. go and teach someone to draw and me saying to you what do I do that you don't do don't we have similar jobs <laughs> yeah we literally have the same job <laughs> for fuck's sake but it's uh, like me saying I know what you, you mean I know what you mean go go and teach someone about geography mm. You know no, what I mean? Like... And you being like, you were like, well, I don't really want to because I have absolutely no knowledge of geography. Mm. And then then being like, mm, you kind of have to. <laughs> yeah. And then like, not only are you probably not going to do a very good job, no offence, but you know fuck all about geography. Yeah. So not only are you not going to do a very good job, you're also not going to be very confident or comfortable doing it, which mm-hmm. means that if you're uncomfortable talking about a difficult subject, like mm-hmm. geography, um, <laughs> that means that the kids are then going to be uncomfortable talking about it and they're going to see you being uncomfortable and think it's Mm. going to reinforce the fact that it's an uncomfortable discussion and that it's embarrassing and shouldn't be talked about and like learning about Walton on the Nays and geography stuff is a lot less important than like if you're learning about (laughs) sex education that's what you get is from someone who's embarrassed has no clue oh yeah if anyone if anyone misunderstood my analogy I was using geography instead of sex ed slash periods. <laughs> I wasn't actually talking about this, teaching geography. <laughs> this podcast is period stigma and geography Jesus. <laughs> was but it yeah, erosion? Like offshore erosion? Oh, to remind me oh my God. There's like, but I just think like you're, you're just, if you have teachers that don't want to be teaching sex mm-hmm. ed and periods and stuff, they are going to be reinforcing to those kids that it is awkward and uncomfortable yep. and not something that is to have like a, decent informal you know mm-hmm. discussion about which is why uh, I'm like hey I'll do it <laughs> give me the I'll job do it for you yeah then that's the other thing isn't it it's like some schools really do want to but their budget they're like yeah they exactly they can't afford it which mm. is what is infuriating yeah um well what would you yeah. have liked your menstrual education to be like in like a perfect world just things that I really severely feel like I missed is the key one for me is mm-hmm. knowledge of what is a normal period quote yes normal and what isn't so that you can recognize when things are wrong because there's so many things that I tell people are abnormal symptoms of periods and they're like I have no idea I've been suffering with that for literally years mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah so like your your painful period if your period there's like three areas right where there's three areas of periods and your kind of menstrual cycle that um I'm gonna get my notes to make sure I don't miss anything Mm -hmm. you can cut that bit out so it looks like I'm like I know everything yeah (laughs) on it um there's like so there's like (laughs) I'm so embarrassing so there's three like main areas yeah Mm -hmm. so that no not um the three main areas that can like show you that there's a problem with your period the first one is pain so painful periods mm-hmm. um then you've got a heavy flow and then you've got irregular periods and each of those 
are like categorized by different things. So your irregular periods are periods that are more than 40 days. No, irregular periods are a cycle, sorry, not a period. So that's from your whole, whatever, however long your cycle is, that is more than 40 days, a cycle that is less than 20 days, or cycles where you have more than 20 days difference between your longest and shortest cycle. So for example, if in February, my period was 20 days long, and then in, which technically isn't abnormal, but then in March, my period was 40 days long, or my menstrual cycle, sorry, this is going to confuse a lot of people now because I've gone back and forth using the wrong term. <laughs> but if my menstrual cycle was 20 days long in mm-hmm. February, then was 40 days long in March, even though technically those two on their own aren't abnormal, mm-hmm. because there's a 20 day difference at least between each of the cycles, that's an abnormal, that's an irregular period. Does that um, count on contraception? Because obviously contraception... No, 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 no. Yeah. That, that doesn't necessarily count if you're on contraception because um, that can obviously mess mm. up because sometimes it, different contraceptions uh, stop you releasing an egg, which can obviously stop you having a period, blah, blah, blah. Um, yeah, I haven't then, had a period so for three years. <laughs> yeah, that's... If you weren't on the pill or that would be a big alarm. On, that would be an irre- irregular period. Yeah. I'm actually pregnant. <laughs> you should see a doctor. <laughs> um, and then another one in the regular period is if you have uh, if you bleed for more than seven days. So if you mm-hmm. consistently bleed for uh, more than seven to ten days, mm-hmm. that's um, also irregular. Then you've got so pain, painful periods. If you are if you've got like a bit of a niggle that you can take some painkillers for for like half a day and then you're fine that's like it you're you're good that's you know pretty Mm -hmm. you can probably confidently say that your pain is manageable right if you have period pain where it interferes with your day-to-day life so you know you physically you struggle to get up have shout get ready go to work um sit at your desk without severe intervention so Mm -hmm you know lots of painkillers severe painkillers even if you take painkillers it's still sore um Mm -hmm. having to have like a hot water bottle permanently attached to your abdomen for however long that's not normal like pain where you're feeling nauseous or um Mm -hmm. feeling faint or anything like that that's not normal um pain during sex while you're on your period so if you enjoy period sex um Mm -hmm. which is totally fine you get yours I don't know why everything's more sensitive. Oh, yeah, I was like, used to. And I was like, ah, period, <laughs> that abnormal period of yours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't just um, hate it now. I had a bad experience or anything. But um, yeah. Yeah, a lot of people get way horny on their period. It's like, mm. a, it's because of your hormones. Oh, yeah. Um, I was like, uncontrollable. Hormones. <laughs> yeah. Give it to me. That was weird. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we like weird. It's fine. Yeah. Um, so takes pressure off yeah. me if you have that yeah don't worry I've got, I'll be the weird one this time um yeah if you have pain during period sex that's abnormal I mean pain during any sex is abnormal and then if you have pain while you're trying to go for a poop on mm-hmm. your period that is also um considered abnormal and then or might be considered abnormal, abnormal. these may be you know mm-hmm. sometimes poops are the doctor, painful, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah basically some a sign that you should go to the doctor and then the last one is heaviness so um if you have uh if you have to wear multiple period products if you have to wear a tampon and a pad to stop yourself leaking um if you're frequently what's known as flooding which is like bleeding through your um your clothes and or your um 
your bedding and things like that. Um, mm -hmm. If you have to change your period product lots more frequently than recommended. So um, if you're changing a tampon or a pad every one to two hours, that's mm -hmm. too often. Um, or if you are passing clots that are bigger than a 10 pence coin. So clots generally are fine. They're like perfectly mm -hmm. normal, healthy part of, of menstruating. Um, but if you're passing large clots frequently, so larger than a, a 10p, then um, that's also abnormal. So all of those mm -hmm. things are reasons that you should see a doctor if you're on your if you're experiencing mm -hmm. those on your period. And they're all things that aren't taught in schools. Yeah, because I was going to say all of those things that are listed. I remember people just saying that they've had their whole life, or like my mum would be like, yep. "I've had that," or like, "Yeah, it's really worrying." <laughs> it is worrying because what's what what's worrying is that not all, but some of the gynecological conditions or conditions that those can mm -hmm. kind of indicate um, are progressive. So endometriosis, for example, is a progressive mm -hmm. condition that gets worse the longer you leave it untreated. Yeah. So if you're not telling people when they start their period that these are things to look out for and they should go to a doctor for, it could be literal decades before they discover that there's something wrong. Mm -hmm. And by that point, like, who knows how bad it could be? Yeah. You know, I think like, and I don't want to, I don't want to scare anyone mm -hmm. if, if you're like sat listening to this going, oh my God, I have one of those symptoms. It, it's, but this is going to be terrible. Like, blah, blah, blah. It's relax. <laughs> First of all, like, go chill. to the doctor, you know, mm. yeah, chill, everything's fine. Um, go to the doctor. It's really, really important that you see doctors about menstrual health because it's what they're there for. Um, mm. Go to the doctor, be consistent with going to the doctor and having all your notes and stuff with you. Um, and Don't be afraid to push either. Don't be afraid to push. Mm. Um and because like you know and also if you need to get a second opinion like phone the doctor and be like mm, don't feel like I was listening to you by this person can I have a different doctor um mm. you're perfectly within your right to do that and then um also most of them will be treatable so uh, the large majority of them will be treatable so I don't want anyone to like panic but mm -hmm. it is important that we know these things so that's the number that's a really long-winded way of asking answering the question what 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 could improve menstrual education no it's perfect this is great it's gonna to have to change the title um, would be like how can I spot my normal period because it is a really important, important yeah thing. it's one of my like key the key things I want to get across so like the thing I say all the time and which is something that a doctor said to me once um when I was a teenager is that you're a really brilliant doctor who unfortunately when it comes to menstrual and period health they're, they're not always they're not always this good mm. Um, but I remember her saying to me that your period should be an inconvenience at worst um, yeah. so it shouldn't be getting in the way of your everyday life and you know making mm -hmm. a, a, a week or however long a month absolute hell um, but yeah so mm -hmm. that's the first thing that I think is so it sh just should be mm -hmm. mandatory like everyone should get this information um, I also think getting information about how to manage period symptoms is key I don't understand why we're yeah. you know talking about the symptoms that you can get without going oh here's how you can help them mm. um teaching everybody all young people about periods whether they menstruate whether they don't menstruate because you know the stigma and the taboo is perpetuated by the fact that we aren't teaching non-menstruators about periods so mm. they assume 
it's something to be hush hush about and not talk about and you know so that just perpetuates it yeah, for them. We, and we we're also... almost just we're confusing the hell out of people we're like you can't learn about that because that's just girls or just people mm-hmm. menstruate and then mm-hmm. and then they're going to expect you don't don't be weird about periods like yeah um, exactly like sometimes I I mean it does annoy me sometimes when when I'm going to say particularly men cisgendered men I mean, when you're an adult, it's a different, if a different say, story, you can make your own opinion. Yeah, when they say something assholey to me about periods, I'm going to be annoyed. Mm. <laughs> but on some level, I get it, because I'm like, you have literally been left out of this conversation for centuries. Like, mm. they've, we've never let non-menstruators into this conversation to have these discussions. Mm. And I think if you, if, you're, if you open it up to them, and teach everybody about periods of menstruation those who don't menstruate how much more empathetic and kind and supportive are they going to be to the menstruators around them mm-hmm. if they understand that it can be really shit well it's like boys that often boys that have lots of female like girl sisters, sisters or whatever they, yeah they seem to be a lot better and I guess that's yeah because yeah. they're surrounded For by sure. exactly mm-hmm. and they understand and they have empathy about it and mm-hmm. they they get it um but yeah that's another thing that I do um and then the other one is just all different kinds of of period products and the pros and cons and um so that yeah, it's can a make bit it of a minefield when you first start it 100% is I mean I I honestly uh, um I had no idea that there was anything other than pads and tampons when I was a kid mm. well when I was a teenager and then I remember my sister telling me that she started using a menstrual cup years ago, maybe like six years ago now. Mm. And I was like, that sounds weird. <laughs> I'm like, mm, that sounds good. A gross. cup of blood. And then like, yeah, I was like, <laughs> and then, I mean, look at me now. <laughs> um, and then like two years later, I just got I was so sick of tampons. Because to me, I hated tampons. Like, it's a very personal choice you should pick mm. whatever works for you if tampons work for you that is amazing whereas for me I couldn't not wear tampons like I find pads I couldn't wear pads so it's... but that was what I was like so I I hated pads mm. so I used tampons but I also didn't like tampons but to me they were the lesser of two evils yeah. I was like I was like oh well I'll just use tampons like I don't love them but I mm. or, I hate tamp- I hate pads more um whatever's in the supermarket but, <laughs> yeah yeah and I was just like well that's what I use then um mm. and when I discovered all these other things I was like there's a whole world out there mm. <laughs> is, that can make so many people's lives so much easier like everything is and I think the the power of choice and informed choice mm. being your own because I think like often particularly women mm-hmm. or menstruators you don't have choices like choices are made for you mm-hmm. like and that is to be have all the information about all the products that are available and to make a choice based on your personal preference and what works for you and your body mm-hmm. I think is a really powerful thing and I think it's something that we should be um really encouraging our young yeah. young people and young metrics and not even young ones people that don't know about the different mm-hmm. options we should be encouraging everyone to kind of explore what's out there um and be open-minded and and find yeah. options that that could are like better than their best yeah and I only heard about menstrual cups because they started doing them at Tesco's like two years ago yeah. like 
they bought like, the top of the shelf and I was like what the hell is that and because like yeah. and again if you're not doing research and you're just going to the shop and buying what you think is the only thing available mm. then yeah you're not and sadly I, I'm even guilty of it I didn't even look up if there are other options and it just didn't yeah. cross my I mind because you're in support you? pilot like why would mm. you because like if you you know if all you ever see is if all you've ever been taught about if you are yeah. lucky enough to have any kind of teaching about it is pads and tampons like mine was mm-hmm. and and that's like kind of all you've used and you've been like oh well this you know this is fine mm. you know wh- why would you go and look up are there any other options for period products that I can use because yeah because I bet you accept it when you start this. and when you start you're a kid yeah exactly um so I think that's another important thing is to teach about every different option there is um mm-hmm. what each one is good for what each one is not really good for um and so that so that they can make their own informed choice and also about the obviously the sustainability side of things because unfortunately mm-hmm. periods are you know historically or not historically but in modern history mm-hmm. um period products have been disposable and contained a lot of plastic so yes like a, a not sanitary towels because it ain't dirty um but a standard like pack of disposable period pads Mm-hmm. Um, contains the same amount of plastic as five plastic bags so five, five carrier bags wow. like in the actual pads as well not even the packaging not even the packaging so Gosh. not even the packaging so like just letting people know that hey if you need to use these that's fine um you know because obviously the reusable kind of sustainable options are brilliant but not everyone can use them not everyone feels mm-hmm. comfortable using them and that's totally fine you should be able to that's what I'm talking about you know when it comes to choice um Mm -hmm. but there also are like you know slightly more sustainable versions of those out there like you can get organic or plastic free um Mm -hmm. disposable pads and tampons. there are some great options now Mm. there really are um but yeah why would you search it if you don't know about it you wouldn't no those are kind of the some of the key things that i'd I'd want want there to be in period education now it is pretty mental that we don't know our own bodies lots of us that like we don't even know what a normal period is (sighs) that's another thing that's another thing what I'd want them to do Mm -hmm. is to let people know like what they can expect or might experience at different points in their cycle Mm. it's like yeah that's the other thing like when your discharge is different when you're ovulating and all of that there's there's I want I want people to learn about toxic shock yes oh my god and that always stuck in my head because it's like a shock headline like because the important thing the important thing for me to know because there's so much like scaremongering around it people Mm. like absolutely do not use tampons because it gives you toxic shock that's not true like Mm -hmm. anyone can get toxic shock like someone that doesn't menstruate that has a cut on their arm might get Mm. toxic shock like and it's incredibly rare like so rare I think it's something like 0.0001 percent of the population Sorry, you just froze when you were shock, saying right? naught. Um, and you just froze and you're like this. Naught. Oh my God. <laughs> like five minutes. Sorry, I've just stopped you in your thoughts. I'm actually, no, it's okay. I'm going to double check that statistic because I want it to be right. Mm-hmm. Um, let me be away. Um, but it's like a very small percentage. So small that like most, most doctors, most GPs mm-hmm. won't see a case, at one case of TSS in their entire career. So it's wow. 0.0001% of the 
Um, yeah, yeah, and the then you hear that population. headline and you presume everyone's going to get it. Yeah, so the thing is, what's important is, is it should be taken seriously because obviously it mm-hmm. can be fatal. Um, it can be very serious. But what you should do is inform people of the symptoms, inform people of how to minimise the risks, and then let them make their own fucking choices. <laughs> Don't yes. tell people you absolutely should not use tampons because it gives you TSS because that isn't true and it's not helpful. Like if you applied that to life, you'd be like, don't get in a car because you could crash. Yeah. Like, don't, don't do yeah. this, this will happen. You just stay well, here. Exactly. Mm. Like, how many people tell you if someone's scared of flying? How many people go, you know, you're more likely to die in a car than you are mm. on a plane? So, like, yeah. I mean, if you take that... Mm. If you take that kind of ethos around... You're right. If you take that ethos around anything in life then you're just going to end up not doing anything so yeah exactly um, mm. a, yeah I think they should yeah. teach about toxic shock the symptoms how to minimize the risk mm-hmm. um, and sure. that's that really great points what would you say or moving on to stigma um mm. how has the period stigma affected <laughs> you have you experienced any period stigma I wonder <laughs> oh certainly have yeah <laughs> who hasn't I think, like, who hasn't I think Mm. like the main one which is an absolute classic Mm -hmm. is hearing things from people so like other people going I didn't I don't want to know that I didn't want to hear that Mm. that's disgusting you don't need to talk about that things like that and I think that's not because I don't remember like I remember a time where I didn't talk about periods as openly as I do obviously because mm-hmm. I'm like maybe a, a bit too open about my periods nah I remember there being a point where I didn't talk about it as much but I never remember see, like something really significant happening to me that I was like oh my god people hate periods like mm. everyone hates periods it's just, it's just subtle chips isn't it like it's, yeah it's mm. it's things like talking about periods at the t- over the table and mm-hmm. someone going don't talk about that in front of your dad or which I actually that makes me so said, angry <laughs> but I actually don't think my mother ever said that but mm. I know that that's something that does happen to people yes. they'll be they'll like mention they'll just be like oh can um can we put tampons on the shopping list or something like that and then they'll go don't talk about that in front of your dad or your brother or something like that um or, that happens so much but the more you like when you say it out loud it's so warped like ridiculous isn't it <laughs> what? It's absolutely ridiculous um things like so all the constantly I have people going didn't want I don't want to know but because I I do talk about periods in my day-to-day life like if I'm mm-hmm. out with a bunch of my boyfriend's friends mm. and they're like I don't know where are you going <laughs> what's wrong with you I'll be like I got really shit period pains today and they'll be like that's gross I didn't need to know that and I think that's the key one and I think we see things all the time that mm-hmm. we don't realize are connected to the taboo and are connected to the stigma I so think like, I shame myself it's so internalized like uh, things like hiding your hiding that's what I was gonna say yeah that's shaming yourself and then like and also things like um try opening your tampon or your pad really slowly so that it doesn't make a noise yeah. so it doesn't like rustle like, even in like that. a toilet that's usually full of like oh <laughs> like got needles on the floor and like shit up the walls yeah 
and you're like I can't have anyone like hear me opening this know that I do something that everyone does yeah when they're literally walking around in like this piss stained like public toilet it's like they Mm. can't know I'm bleeding from my vagina um Mm. but so things like I've got some more stats for you if you're gone hit me but so um more than a quarter of menstruators don't have access to sanitary bins at work so like so the bins that you put Mm. pads and tampons in and stuff because they have to go in a separate bin um Mm. but that's stuff like that is the stigma it's not something I've personally experienced Mm. I've always been lucky enough to like work in areas where I have have, had access to Mm -hmm. those kinds of bins or like proper toilets um Mm. but some people don't have that and then there's also stuff like comments obviously like derogatory comments um Mm. so like one in ten young menstruators so like from 14 to 21 have experienced some kind of derogatory comment and one in five have experienced teasing because of being because of leaking Mm. um which is um I think like that is is that it's not and that won't just be from that'll be from Mm. anyone yeah because it's just not you just hate it there's like calling in sick so if you call in sick to work mm-hmm. I've done this I've called in sick to work because or to school because of periods and lied about why I'm yeah, off same so so it's actually that a study says that 73 percent of people have menstruated have done that have admitted to done that to doing that I certainly have and in fact like, um, um sorry no go on I was just gonna say I, I like always have in my head like someone saying they're like, not gonna believe well, me yeah, or they're just going to say you're a woman. Get on with it. Like, yeah, it happens exactly. every month. Yeah, a hundred percent. You you are worried that you're going to speak to somebody, the person you're going to tell. They're not going to think it's justified that it's like a even valid women. Reason. I'd say probably more sometimes. Yeah, if they have because, normal periods. Because that's the trouble. So if someone has a normal period, if someone is a menstruator and has a normal period, mm-hmm. and then they hear from someone else that they can't come into work because of their period, they're obviously going to align that with their own experience because you mm-hmm. people love looking through looking at life through like the prism of their own own experience I don't I mm-hmm. think I heard someone say that and I can't remember who it is so I can't quote them Very but well <laughs> it, and it's so true because like so even if you are a woman or a menstruator that you and you experience periods if your period is all fucking sunshine and daisies mm-hmm. you're gonna think like hmm yeah that's bullshit you you clearly don't vomit every time you get period pain or mm, you're lying or, you're lazy yeah like do you know what I mean it's mm. just ridiculous and then like but even to the point of this is one of my favorite period facts ever mm-hmm. um but almost a half so it's 44 percent of menstruators would rather tell their boss that they have the shit over wow. period problems I know I yeah. don't know I, I think I'd I think I'd rather say period, but then again, but I'm coming from a different, but I can why. very understand it. Yeah, it's, I think you can understand why because it's, it's men can relate to the shit. Exactly, <laughs> everyone can relate to having the shit. Mm. Not everyone can relate and understand having a really, really severe, terrible period or mm. period symptoms. But how much worse I feel like is like if you've got a real heavy flow and you're bleeding, you're bleeding out of your organ, out of your organs, but like blood is a big thing, especially if you're a guy mm-hmm. and you're not used to seeing it every month. But I feel like it's way bigger than shitting yourself. But then 
It's more of a, I just, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's just ridiculous. Yeah. It is ridiculous. And it's also, it's obviously like, this is what I mean about educating everybody mm-hmm. on how bad it can be, not just like, you know. And it's not like, oh, we well, pain thresholds or anything. Like, it's not, yeah. everyone's different with pain. People have a lot heavier yeah it is a thing it just is a thing like this is why I think it's so important to educate everybody on just how shit periods can be so that there is that sense of Mm. you know um it's fucking normal (laughs) exactly and just like understanding and support of other people Mm. um it's just ridiculous but yeah I think the main one that I see in my personal day-to-day life is people saying oh you shouldn't Mm. you shouldn't talk about that or um yeah. why you oh when they're like oh you're on the blob oh she's clearly on oh, oh my god I just thought of one that <laughs> absolutely grinds my gears and it is people telling you people asking you if you're on your period when you're shitty when you're in a bad mood mm. or if you're angry and don't ask like, a, a guy so... that do you when they're in a mood you're on your period yeah but actually I, think, like... I do do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, <laughs> I think like not only you it's completely invalidating to see to your feelings like mm-hmm. because if I don't need an excuse I don't need to my period is an excuse to be angry or upset or frustrated or stressed or whatever and I also if I am on my period and I feel those things that doesn't make those feelings less valid or like less mm. important just because they're caused they might potentially be caused by yeah. fluctuations in my hormones. Like, how fucked is that? It's so like, fucked. I just think that you're literally telling somebody that their feelings don't matter as much mm. because because they're on their period. Yeah, I think also a massive feet. thing with this is we spoke to the founder of Day about like the pain gap, and mm. he always says how like we people just don't care as much because again like the patriarchy like how everything's thing like it's not funded because mm. the men the men don't want to fund that like yeah. if they're the ones in charge of like products and stuff they're not going to want to fund that yeah. and then also they were saying how like in the doctors and in A&E like women aren't taken as seriously mm-hmm. um, and because we, to, we live um, with pain with sorry. our periods sorry because we live with pain with our periods mm-hmm. we're like expected that we can manage more pain so we're just not taken as seriously because they're like oh yeah I think that's so that's so true and there's like um one example that I have that I don't isn't technically related to periods but it is to do with like um women pain and gynecological pain Mm -hmm. so I went into I had absolutely I was at work and I nearly passed out because I had like this agonizing stabbing pain in my lower abdomen Mm -hmm. um couldn't stand straight like horrific there's Mm -hmm. actually a story about this I tell it in full on on my podcast episode 10 if you want to listen plug. Um, but I went to the hospital so I got to, my friend took me to A&E mm-hmm. and I was being triaged by this nurse who said who was asking me all the different things she was like that, that you ask when someone has abdominal pain mm-hmm. um, and she was asking me about my sexual history and like my uh, having sex and stuff and I was I was at uni so I was like oh yeah you know I, I have had more than one partner in the last six months a year however mm-hmm. long it was um usually quite careful but haven't used protection every time like or whatever um Mm -hmm. and she was like 
it, she was like, okay, well, it sounds like you should probably be at the STI clinic, not at wasting like A and E time. And wow. I was like, I was like, I felt awful. I felt absolutely horrendous. And then what, I was like, so just because you slept with mo- like more than yeah. one person in the last yeah, year. Yeah, she was basically <laughs> saying, telling me that she thought it was an STI, not a. Um, Don't get me wrong, chlamydia else. can be horrifically painful. Yeah. Yeah, but, exactly. And I like and but don't fucking say how that. How can to you me. dismiss it just because <laughs> of that? Then I went to the doctor and he was like, Yeah, you've ruptured a cyst on your ovary. <laughs> oh, God. And honestly, I honestly wanted to get that nurse in there and be like Fuck you, you read my notes, you twat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that is it's so true. It is something that it's mm. something that I often so if the many, many times that I've been to the doctor for painful periods they're always like oh how painful is it though mm. and it's always like that kind of they're asking in that kind of way they're like well how painful is it can you still like you know get up and do stuff and I'm like well yeah I do because I have to because I can't take you yeah. know like and because yes, I you, do get up and... yeah because you do feel some pain with a period and yeah. you don't know how that personal per- like you don't know how that person's feeling and you don't know what their pain threshold is like I yeah understand they're like well you could just be but equally you shouldn't go on that end. You should trust them until you you've been proven otherwise. Like, yeah, it shouldn't be. Oh well, everyone feels pain in their periods. You might have more, but you could just be being a worse. So let's just leave it at mm. that. It's, that's yeah, how that's I feel. So it's like, yeah. God. Well, do you have any more stats, or what would you say to those who oh, shame other people for having periods? Oh my god! So my favorite thing to say is, um, and I do this one a lot, is I say uh fuck you I always approach it quite calmly I always ask them why so I would always say oh I didn't know you thought periods were gross (laughs) why do you think that like why do you think that and they'll be like it's just gross and I'll be like okay um sometimes periods can be really shit and I'll, I'll explain it to them straight up and I'll be like sometimes periods can be really terrible you can be in a lot of pain you can be very uncomfortable you can have literally have the shit you know you can all these things you feel really awful and it really sucks feeling like you can't talk about that to people who are close to you Mm. i.e male friends parents Mm -hmm. siblings you know friends um partners Mm. who find periods disgusting it can be really really horrible not being it and then they're also like oh yeah i guess uh." and then i'm i say something like how would you feel if you you were severely hungover for at least two days every month and no one ever wanted to listen to you or hear you talk about it and that everyone <laughs> thought you were a dick and thought you were gross and were like mm, I didn't need to know that I absolutely don't want to hear that and I often hear people say oh yeah but I, I don't want to hear about any like bodily functions or like I don't want to hear about your shitting or I don't want to hear about like you weeing and I'm like it's a whole different ball game. Like I'm not mm. describing the way my shit comes out of my ass. Do you know? What I mean? Also, I like, like just have empathy. I'm bleeding out of my body. I'm in pain. Yeah, like I think like and also it's I don't understand why we can't just have empathy for people. Like mm. if it's I this whole that, like you were saying, it's the whole relatable thing. Like if they can't personally relate to it, people just really yeah. struggle to give a shit. Yeah. Because how often, when you say you have the shits, does someone actually just go, oh, that's rubbish? Like, mm. do you know what I mean? That's not, that's like a normal reaction. Like, sometimes you might get someone being like, 
that was going on about the tampon string oh my god don't even get started <laughs> i saw that on twitter i was like that's not real he's got, got to be some fake account and i was like oh no what an idiot oh, no. what an idiot <laughs> oh, what a twat well yeah it's but, sadly yeah, there think... can mm. sorry and i think like that is okay i um there was i just think like People are like, oh, I don't want to know. I, I shouldn't have to talk about periods. And I'm like, yeah, I get that to a point. But also, like, it is damaging people's health by not talking mm. about periods because because it's such a taboo and such a stigma and so kind of such a mystery. Yeah. Um, you are literally damaging people's health because people aren't seeing doctors. They aren't realising that, you know, mm. could they, there could be something going on. Um, I think that's the number one thing that I try to get across to people that, do you think that talking about periods is gross um because and another thing I say is that um to people who you know who do menstruate experience all these different kinds of you know the stigma and the taboo and the shame it's usually once you notice these things Mm -hmm. it's usually that you are you are making other people feel more comfortable Mm-hmm. at the expense of your own comfort so you not talking about your period can often feel quite isolating quite frustrating um mm. quite hard on your own and you're the only reason you're not talking about it is because other you're putting other people's comfort yeah. above your, your because you're worried that they're going to be uncomfortable with you talking about periods and I just think let's just get over it mm-hmm. let's just get uh, stop like stop putting someone else's comfort before your own because you you 
your comfort is. Yeah. And it can definitely be difficult. Yeah. It can be difficult. Like it's harder to say than do, like than not care about what other people think. But at the end of the day, it could have a real like effect on your health. For sure. And I'm I'm absolutely not saying that everybody has to be as open as I am by like, Mm -hmm. and you know, talking about periods as much as I do. I just think if we all did something even if you don't personally want to talk about your own period but if you allow others to then mm-hmm. that even that is like a step forward or if you stop using code words like um like oh it's my time of the month or oh it's I've got lady problems huh? or if you're mm-hmm. like oh you know I've got the painters in or aunt Flo's here or whatever if you use the word periods and menstruation and period blood and menstrual mm-hmm. that's already you're making things more normal and that's like a tiny thing as well that you yeah. don't that isn't a big deal you're not it's not like an embarrassment and if someone turns around and is like oh what be like well you know what time of the month means so why you know that it means the same thing mm. why can't I say period or menstruation I don't, or think menstrual? They th- I don't know what they think is going to happen if you say the word period like that blood's going to come out everywhere I think also what I realized because I remember there being a point where I started consciously making an effort to say period instead of time of the month or yeah lady lady problems which is done because not just women menstruate yeah and um the I remember there being a point and I realized that when I say the word period you don't get the reactions that you think you're going to get like you think Mm. you're going to get people like recoiling in horror because mm. you said the word period or you've mentioned blood or you said you've got period pain yeah. um and you don't you just don't like I mean you might get a couple but you it's not as kind of people don't recoil as much as you think they do no um, well I've only just yeah when I was at the office like I'd say only last year I made like I was felt like I was really brave because I went to the toilet I was in an office full of like your tampon as you went (laughs) I'm in an office full of like four 40 year old plus men Mm. so they're like proper you know and I was so it was took me quite a while to do that and then when I did Mm. it and they were like I was like but to that point I was that close and I was just like just fuck you like this is my period deal with it I'm gonna go get covered in blood like I just make them feel gross yeah like I can't take that's another one as well like if you feel you know a little bit daring Mm. take your your tampon to the like toilet, you know what I mean but I think like and I can I do understand that it can be daunting when society for your entire life yeah. has told you it's like that it's bit. something you shouldn't yeah mm-hmm. that it's something you shouldn't talk about and it's something you should be hidden I get that I totally get that but it is important to be aware of what the stigma and the taboo is doing to mm-hmm. um to menstruators as a whole and potentially to you personally as yeah. a whole as like your health um mm. So if you're kind of aware of that and then if you feel comfortable to make certain little changes, whether it's just using the word period or um, holding your tampon rather than like tucking it in a bag when you go to... Because I always think, also what I find quite funny is that when people go, if you see a menstruator go to the toilet carrying their whole bag, Mm -hmm. that's more obvious than just carrying a tampon in your hand. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because then and everyone like, knows, yeah. Because everyone knows that the only reason you're taking that to the toilet is to mm. use a tampon or a pad or whatever. Yeah. So, and, and like, all you're doing is making, like, a bigger statement about it. Mm. Rather than just, Sorry, like, kind yeah. of walking along with it. 
it's all no. ridiculous when you think about it but it is so ingrained in us since we're young so it yeah. can be yeah it can be really hard to kick well we've yeah gone and through I a lot that. Of, yeah mm. yeah we have sorry yeah. I just didn't want anyone to feel like I'm like you have to talk about periods like no. you're a terrible person if you don't because that's not the case it's just it is important to be aware of and it's important to be aware for, of others if you if you want to to make a change and to help tackle the stigma then that's how you can do it it's by just mm-hmm. making it normal and just making it mm. you know an everyday conversation my poor boyfriend yeah. gets an earful pretty much every day about periods <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's the most pe- po- period positive like guy ever probably uh, whether he likes it or not <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's good well where can the listeners find you if they want to learn some more about periods well uh <sighs> To learn any more I feel like I've covered like everything yeah. on, this, on this podcast um you can find me I'm at bloody honest on Instagram uh and you can also find our podcast my podcast with Millie um so we are that bloody sex podcast mm-hmm. uh on Instagram and anywhere you can listen anywhere you listen mm. to podcasts you did a good post recently about colors of periods so that would be a good one to check out for sure did I yeah I do, I do, which... That was you, right? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like... Am I plugging right? someone else? It's like colours of periods, like... Oh, yeah. Or was it discharge? I, yeah, I say, what, what confused me is because you said you did a good post recently on periods, and I was like, does she mean on the podcast one? Because all my posts are about periods. Oh, I said colour of periods. It must have cut out. <laughs> no, that's a good one. No, that is... A, that's, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good, <laughs> that's a good, um, that's a good post mm-hmm. about the different colours of your that your period really useful what, what that yeah. what that might mean mm. um but yeah yeah thank you so much for coming on I've learned so Thanks much for having me yeah, it's been great mm. I'm sorry I feel like I've really like blabbered on for no forever. no that's what we like because once, the thing is once, you get talk, <laughs> once you get me talking about periods I do not stop well that's that's what we want we came on you delivered <laughs> right everybody We're here to talk about periods yeah <laughs> right everybody i'm gonna actually try and do some plugging on my own this time please someone leave a review i have no reviews do you want me to leave a review yeah <laughs> even if you okay. hate it leave I'll a review fine. let me know let me know if you want me to <laughs> stop and like delete my instagram actually please don't because people actually do tell me that <laughs> no <laughs> yeah um, actually it's usually about i had i got into a tw- i don't know if you saw my instagram story about a war between this guy he's convinced me that there's only two sexes and all this and then told me that i needed to get a life you you love getting into an instagram war with people don't i i need to stop really because yeah but when it's valid i i have to when it's but then again he he doesn't matter i don't know why i bother anyway right off on tangents until next time guys (laughs) bye bye